All right, we have a Father's Day edition of the Passes Prime podcast. Well, Melissa, Mike, and Zach are here. Stephen, Mr. Basketball, is visiting a big fan of the show, Billy Thomas. And if you never had the pleasure of watching Billy play quarterback, he was Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray rolled into one. So that's my props to Billy. We totally got both of those references, Dad. You got all those? Yeah, those. Kyler Murray. Yeah, they didn't go way over my head at all. That was good. That was good. So uh, we, Melissa wasn't here when we reviewed the uh, Army of the Dead movie. But she's got some opinions she'd like to give on that. So, uh, Melissa, since you're uh, gracing us with your presence, well, thank you so much. At this I'm podcast, quite upset that you had that podcast without me. I'm but say, that's first of all. quite all right. We never forget. I was so upset that I had to go out and get a tattoo of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, there's any excuse to get a tattoo. Any excuse to get a tattoo. Yes. I have very mixed feelings on the movie. Go right ahead. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share them. But that's you, you just before you say this, you had mixed feelings about the movie, yet you got a tattoo. Yeah, I got a immortalizing tattoo. Immortalizing on your skin. The, you know what? I didn't get a tattoo of the movie. I would like to to um, clarify this. It wasn't the movie. It was the making of that movie that I was watching with a friend, and it was three in the morning. And Zack Snyder said what is now on my body permanently, <laughs> that he wanted to make a zombie heist movie. And it made me laugh so hard. I said, you know what? Okay. I'm getting that tattooed. Uh, I, Melissa, your your tattoo says zombie heist movie over an existing film reel. Exactly. And, and what perfect. I'd like to think, Melissa, that that film reel contains an actual good zombie actual, heist right, movie. Thank you. Unlike thank the movie you. that we, we watched. <laughs> I'd like to think that his extended universe, I feel like it's going to end up being better than the movie that, you know, it's based off of or that it came from. So I could see the potential in his extended universe. I don't know yet. The movie, as I said, I have very mixed feelings on. I feel like in some ways it gave me a little bit of what I wanted at the end. I got to say, when I read your review on Facebook, Zach... And then I started to watch the film. The opening credits were so beautiful. I was like, what are people talking about? This looks awesome. This is great. They're going down there. They're fighting zombies. Yeah. Kicking ass. And then I watched the movie. And I'm like, why do I care about tofu trucks? And um, what's this guy's daughter doing? Uh, Tig, I love you. Could we get you fighting some zombies or something? Like, I, I don't even care that you were, like, CGI'd in. I could handle that. Does she even kill a zombie in the movie? I don't, I don't even think, think she, she kills, like, one. She goes and to the, the opening roof. credits is, like, they're all killing, like, a horde of zombies together. It's all, I'm like, oh, yes, this movie's going to be great. And then, like, the last, you know, maybe half hour or so... They do kill some zombies, so I guess they give me that in that respect. I'm trying to think, because there's that one scene, like, when they first get in. And, like, like they obviously, you know, they do, like, they cut away to, like, Tignataro touching nobody, but, like, get behind but, me, and, yeah. like, she's got the gun up. I don't, I don't think she kills I don't kills think, yeah. Because she's also in a green screen miles away from the Because what they do, they do have that, like, circle shot of them all doing, but that's, like, that's in a their fantasy, mind. Yeah. yeah, so that isn't even, like, in the movie. That doesn't even happen. Yeah, either. they do, like, the, the Avengers yeah. Yeah, 360 <laughs> shot. Yeah. I was reading, like, an article with her where she was saying, she's like, you know, when I was filming my scenes at first, she's like, I felt like I was starring in the movie. She's like, I loved it. And then I saw myself in the movie, and I was like, oh, shit. Shit, <laughs> this is awful. Oh, that's a bummer because she she is you know as we said in our review one of the better things about. She was my favorite. I liked her and the the crack safing guy. They were my two favorite people. The little German kid. Right? Yeah, yeah, the little German. Yeah. I was little like, German we need a little kid. comic little relief here. Kid. We need a little cut, you know. Who's my age? <laughs> of course, he is, a thirty-five year old German kid. It's just he dressed like. And a you know, child. to tie it into power. The the main guy on power was in this movie. And it was he was the he was one of the best parts of it. He was. Yeah. Know. He's he's probably where they're gonna go with an extended universe. I don't wanna, you know. Well don't worry, Melissa. I'm sure, I'm, you, sure I'm not you, spoiling if anything. If you listen to it, me and Michael spoiled every single second of that movie. Oh perfect. I think, and you know, I can tell you he will be the new alpha. I think is what our I'm hoping. Our review was as long as the movie. Yes. Or near, near as long as the movie. But very good. You know, yes. I'm very upset with it. I'm very, I, as I, I've been trying to get more money on this podcast because I, I believe that I carry it. So I oh. should wow. get, you know, a pay raise. 
And I'm sorry to the fans because they have not been giving me that and the fans have been missing out on me. And that's how you get something like this. And it's it's upsetting to me very much. So We don't like to air our truth. There, there is a lot of... The, uh, well, I just there, wanted the fans to know. There's a lot of tension in this room I just, right There is. Yeah. Well, I just wanted I, I the fans to know. Maybe one of the reasons Steven isn't here, not only because he's For visiting Billy, but... I was wondering if there was a little strife between Melissa and Steven. They haven't well, worked together. I don't know. As, I, as I we told know, you, I will not be in the same room as him. Steven, He's a diva, and I can't take it. Steven handles the uh, the money and the affairs of this show. Right. And I'm and, not getting enough. And, uh, and, well, and I think that it's just a little bit too much for him well, with Melissa's my high diva demands. attitude right now. You know, because of this Father's Day, though, we're going to try to keep peace. We, uh, you know, it is I will mention it. I'll keep it down. I'll we are filming this like like Army of the Dead. Melissa is miles away. I am, yeah. They're going to cut me in. in. Well, most I will say this. Even when you're not here, you're still with us, though. I'm still exactly. The you got to cut me in every day. But then. there is other news, Zach. And, and, well... On a movie, I think we all get... With John Wick, we're hearing some, some cool things well, about let's, John Wick. Let's, yeah, let's keep it to the Beating Heart of Today's podcast. It is Father's Day. Right. So... You, we don't have Steven here who knows all the sports stuff. So the way we can help is with other dad-related interests. So we have to talk about John Wick. We're going to start that right off. Um, John Wick is a movie that we all love. How could you not? How could you not? A series. Dad, movie. you were the, were the first person I knew really... Before it was cool to like John Wick, you liked John Wick. You were evangelizing this movie. I did not... I was reluctant of Keanu. I didn't think he had a, a great action movie in him. I, I was I was foolish. Whoa! I I was I thought it's post. Get the fuck out right it's, now. It's post Matrix. It had been a while since Keanu had done something right. as good as it. But Dad, you started talking about. So we have some interesting casting news for John Wick Four. Hit it. Which I think is 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 filming right now. So an actor. In the two mega reviews that we've done in this season of um, Past is Prime, we've had an actor who's been in two of the movies that we've talked about, uh, both uh, Mortal Kombat and Army of the Dead. His name is Hiroyuki Sonata. Uh, he is a famous Japanese character actor. You have seen him in The Last Samurai. You've seen him in Army of the Dead. You've seen him in The Avengers. He's like... Classical movies. Yes. But, like, if you've seen a movie with a Japanese actor in it that isn't Ken Watanabe, it's this gentleman. He played Sub-Zero in, in Mortal Kombat, and now he's going Scorp to be... Scorpion. Scorpion. Oh, my God. Thank you, Michael. No, pride played Scorpion. But the guy who plays Sub-Zero is also... I know so that... But I will let you... <laughs> well, no, he'll so he'll also be. So we're going to have both Sub-Zero and Scorpion in the John Wick movie. Um, he's a favorite actor of mine just because I love, like, character actors. Right. He's just like a, a background guy that always stands out, so I'm really excited for him to be in it. But I have some big news, Dad. Uh, there's another actor, heavily, heavily rumored to be in the new John Wick movie. And that, 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 that actor if I had is, a drum roll, I'd uh, do it, but... It's, it's Wesley Snipes. And who doesn't like Wesley Snipes, Zach? Well, the, the, the IRS. The IRS. The IRS, well, you know, has. the IRS doesn't like many people. But Wesley we like Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes has, you know, listen, we all Maybe have a problem. Maybe he'll use Wesley some Snipes of this money to pay them off. in a lot of movies. Passenger 57, one of my favorite, always bet on black. You gotta you gotta love Wesley Snipes. You have to. He's so good. Good friends with Woody Harrelson. You, you could, you could, you know, yeah. You don't bring up White Men Can't Jump. You don't bring up Blade. We go right into Passenger yeah. 57. Yeah. Passenger 57. <laughs> but he, he, he is like an action guy. He's a, a ton of action movies. Always good. In, and I, I, I like Wesley Snipes. In fact, I think um, when we first started doing this, we had a we were talking about a movie like we would... Uh, remember like when we first started doing our podcasting that we said that he would be cool to be like either president in our movie or he was a Secret Service guy President's guarding nice. the president. Wesley Snipes is always, he's like my Samuel L. Jackson, too. I mean, he hasn't attained the the heights of, of Samuel L., but he is just a cool dude. Well, apparently he's, he's not as easy to work with as Samuel L. is. But, but you know, there's, everybody's got an ego. I think he was great in what we do in the shadows. I was just going to, he was really, really, uh, he did something like, 
He's got range. He was really, really funny in what we do in the shadows. And that was that was good. When when actors make fun of themselves and just it's it's fantastic. And I I, I love Wesley Snipes as well. He is he's just a, a, a cool cool guy. But now there's also uh, you were talking about John Wick. Mm-hmm. There's also obviously you know we're, we know that uh, the Fast is coming. They're not furious anymore, but they're fast. Han is back in it. Yep. And I mean, Han is our. Do we have other other movies that Han is going to be? What you know? And I always call him Han. I should really know. Sean Kang. Yeah. Because he was also in Power. Yes. Let's not leave him out of that. He, too. he is in the Power you can't universe. Can't leave anybody out of Power, baby. All right. There's, and I'm going to open this to the floor. Sure. Um, I really think that the Fast movie series has gone off the rails so much that it's like. Not so much fun anymore. It's like it's ridiculous superhero stuff. Didn't it start off off the rails? It it did, but it was grounded kind of stupid off the rails. In the first movie, <laughs> they're they're stealing DVD players, and now they're going into space. Next stopping international. I mean, that's terrorists. the next step. Yeah, well, yeah. so is Jeff Bezos. So I mean, I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, this he is may true. even be in it. It's, yeah. you know, I, but he'll be in the next one. He's gonna but, finance it. Um. I think the director that got the fast movies and made them so that we'd watch them, because right. we all know that Tokyo Drift is the movie that saved Save the, the franchise. Saved let's, the franchise. Let's kid ourselves. And we don't have Steven here to, to go yeah, off. Yeah, we'll, we'll have literally so, no pushback here. We it's, have it's no all, pushback. It's all about I'm fans. sure. I'm sure the, uh, the message boards will blow up and the Discord servers will go nuts yes. with this. Yes. But, um, the internet might break. Yes, but we, as we all know, and it's established fact that uh, Tokyo Drift saves the series, makes it good. Um, uh, anyway, uh, the director of that was uh, Jeremy Lin, or is it Justin Lin? Justin Lin. Justin, I always do that. I always do that. Lin sanity. Lin sanity. Little Lin sanity. Justin Lin. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Justin Lin is the director who understood the Fast movies. He did Fast um, Three. He did Fast. Four, five, and six, which I think are the best ones. So the ones when they go to, you have the big heist one in Brazil, you have the fun one in England, and of course you have Tokyo Drift. And the beating heart of all those movies, of course, Han. Uh, what more can you say? Justin Lin actually created the character of Han in another movie called Better Luck Tomorrow, and he kind of ported Han in. Like they changed it a little bit. Really? Yeah. So, so they had worked together. They had worked together, yeah. Uh, Justin Lin was like a young, up-and-coming filmmaker. He did this small indie film that became kind of big, and then he started booking bigger things. Uh, but in between uh, Tokyo Drift and before he had gotten the next Fast movie, there wasn't really an idea that the next Fast movie was going to happen, and, and then right. it made billions. Uh, so... Justin Lin and the actor who plays Han, Sho Kang, were in an Arby's. They're just eating in an Arby's. And uh, um, people just started coming in and go, it's Han. It's Han. It's Han. So it's like it becomes this big thing. Everyone's freaking out that Han's in there. He's taking pictures with everybody. It becomes this huge thing. And they leave. And uh, Justin Lin basically says, you know, it's it's a real shame that we, we killed Han because apparently Han's very, a big very, character. Very, very popular. He says, well, do we have to kill him? Why don't we bring him back? And Han's back. And now back again, which I want to ask everybody, how do we feel? Are we excited about the next Fast movie? It's all about family. It is all about family, Melissa. If uh, Han's going to be in it, Lucas Black is going to be in it. Yes, Lucas Black's coming so back. Bow, gonna have Bow Wow is confirmed. Bow Wow, Bow wow confirmed. is confirmed. So you know right now the acting is better than Vin Diesel. Uh you know, right off the top. It's got mm-hmm. Oscar nom written all it's over got, it. Well, you know, you may get Best Supporting Actor for Han or something like I mean, that. It, well, you it, also it, have, you have Michelle Rodriguez, right? Yes, she's... We yes. have um, the... Helen Mirren's in it. Yes, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Charlize Theron is making an appearance in I'm not Yeah, sure. she was the big bad in the last movie. Right, so obviously, look, it, this is paycheck time for Helen Mirren. We we know that maybe she needs that another villa in Rome, or she wants the little cottage out and yeah. You know. But people, this is the way they go though. Look at the uh, 
the Stallone ones that he had the uh, oh the Expendables the Expendables yeah everybody in those movies you know what I mean you just get them in there Helen Mirren was also in uh, Red with with yeah. um, you know uh, which had two sequels it did with <laughs> yeah. Bruce Willis you know the, yeah the yeah I, I like so it's not like movies, she can't yeah. doesn't know how to handle a weapon uh, at all. You know, no, they, Helen Mirren is is awesome. I love she Helen is, Mirren. She's great, Helen Mirren. She I, just I, she just gets it. Doesn't take herself seriously. No, I freaking love take Helen it Mirren too seriously. And she's and I'm surprised, you know, because I I saw a while ago that Robert De Niro's getting divorced and he had issues, you know, with money issues and everything. That he hasn't done one of these movies too because he was saying he can't act, you know, with the COVID thing and his. He needed some money, you know. It's been. It's He's too busy doing movies like The Intern. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, I could see him being a bad guy in, in you know, Fast 10 or whatever. We are is. getting oh, to the point that. where it wouldn't be insane. No. With looking at but the movie choices that both Robert De Niro and Al Pacino have made. Where we Jack can have, and like, Jill, baby. the characters from Heat... You never know. They could be sitting behind a desk somewhere pushing buttons and saying, "We got to take out, you know, Vin Diesel and the, and the whole family here." It's it's got to it's got to end. Oh my god! Yeah, this could really revamp their careers. The so, world is getting so weird where they could. Are we workshopping Fast Ten right now, live on live on? I I, 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 I call Robert De Niro's I people think right De Niro now. Would, would be it'd be a, a hell of a villain in that. Listen, De Niro has already been in a, like easily 20 movies that only exist in Redbox and like deep, deep, deep down on Netflix when you can't find That's anything. That's why he needs a comeback. And I'm pretty sure um, Wesley Snipes is in a couple of those movies with him. It's oh, 100%. Like, it's like Robert De Niro went from, you know... Robert De Niro, De Niro. and he's—it's weird. He raising bull. bull. Robert De Niro to mm-hmm. Fast Ten, maybe. We're, we're gonna yeah. have a six degrees here. We'll get from a, Raging Bull to Redbox, but still, they'll. But try. I feel like Fast Ten could bring his career back if he like, because if he had the right role where he was playing Robert De Niro as a Robert De Niro type character again, because the problem, like I said, like the intern and like the comedian, like they're just, you know, Robert De Niro does not does it like he's better than those. He's so much better than the movies that, what, because he's older, he's got to do, and, you know, even the, what is it, the, bad, not Bad Grandpa, or the well, Dirty Grandpa. Well, he did Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa, which yeah, is yeah, horrifying. Which was horrifying. Right. It's like, please just stop. He went into these odd comedies. All right, he is an ageless man. We don't, we don't need that. He's just a good actor. How could you do that to him? And then, but then, like, there's also, weirdly, like, he never had that, like, fall off in the, the eyes of, like, Hollywood. Robert De Niro, yeah. we're like, like, they'll bring him out for everything, and you know how like all the, they applaud and go nuts and everything. Like, right. like he's still considered at the level of a Meryl Streep in some sense because he's Robert De Niro. He's you know that era. And of I actor. believe he could be. Yeah, but they're not putting. Well, it only him in the takes one more. It only be. takes one movie to get you back to to like you know what I mean. It takes you that one film that's going to say, now that's what De Niro can do, or that's what. He can do both, which is so weird to me. Like he, because like existing in two universes, like The Irishman was nominated for a lot of Oscars. It was you know. I still it, have not seen that. I still have not yet yeah, not seen. I, I just don't want to be bored to of death. Who was in it? Not how good it was. Yes, you know what I mean. I think sometimes that happens too. You know, Scorsese was involved in it. You know, you had De Niro in it. You have Pacino in it. You have, you know, um, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci was in it, so it's kind of hard not to get like that yeah. recognition because of their rep. But I guess what I'm saying is this: it's so weird because there's so many actors that get destroyed for like what they've done after their big things, and they kind of fall off. But like De Niro. Yeah, it's still like, ooh, what's, is De Niro going to do a movie with Leo, DiCaprio, and Scorsese again? But then also De Niro is doing, like, all these terrible third-tier action movies that, like, you just see, again, on, on Redbox or... Yeah, you pay a dollar for and... Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like another name like that is the Bruce Willis type, where he's, yep. he's always still, like, going to be Bruce Willis from Die Hard, and, you know, one, everybody loves him, but then he'll do these really, really bad direct-to-DVD movies, 
that no, but it won't. It won't do a hit to his career though. Like to your point, it's he still just, like he oh, it's care. yeah. <laughs> He's like oh, no. paycheck, cool. I'll show up. But that's really it's give me my own trailer and a paycheck. I'm that's good what to it is go. for De Niro too, though. It's like oh, paycheck. I'll I'll, I'll do dirty <clears throat> grandpa. Right, sure. I'll tell you a funny though De Niro movie he did with Charles Grodin. Uh, midnight oh. Run. Mm. Yep. Now I haven't seen that in a while, but that was hilarious. I don't know if it still hold up or whatever, but that was a funny. They'll say he can do comedy, De Niro. Oh, let's not kid ourselves. He's he got can. a funny bone. De Niro. Yes, he's so got a great funny, funny bone. bone. Yeah. No, De-, De Niro is a great actor. De Niro is still a great actor. It's you're going out on a limb on that. I know. I'm, I'm it's a just, bold I, statement. I think what it is, if you if you need like, I, you just want to act, or these scripts are coming and. He's just saying, okay, I'm going to get X amount to do it. You know, just he put can him in just, the right film. He can just walk I, through some of these. You know I I mean? just he doesn't think, have to. Yeah. He's not like the character. He's just Robert De Niro in a movie. It's not like when he's playing in Godfather, you know, 2, that he's, you know, a young uh, Vito Corleone. He's, he, you know, so he's immersed into that. Or Raging Bull when he's Jake LaMotta. Now he's just like, oh, that's De Niro being... A comic, or that's De Niro being. I mean, Silver Linings Playbook, he wasn't bad in. No, and he was really good in Joker too. I liked him a lot in Joker. Yes, he's kind yes, of, he was good in Joker. He's kind of switching, you know, because I mean, let's face it, Joker is just that's one taxi of my favorite driver. movies. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's, it's basically like Taxi Driver and the Comedian. Yeah, uh, what was the one that... No, The King's of Comedy, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, The King of Comedy. And those are like two of my favorite movies, so you know what? I love those movies and I love Joker. And and De Niro is the central character in both, um, you know, uh, Taxi Driver and The King of Comedy. And so then, then he's wrong. playing the. Listen, we will not. I will hear no one talk bad about the Joker in here. I'm just I, saying. I loved it. I don't think there's any other actors that we can name beyond uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino that have both the insane clout of being Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, and then also being in like hundreds of trash movies that right. nobody watches. And still, every Oscars, you'll wheel them out. And there, was, stand. there was a movie Al that Pacino, Al Pacino Jack did, uh, and I think it was called Revolution. It was about the American Revolution, the war. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he's doing a horrible, like, British type of accent in it. But this was like, you know, he had done, like, Bobby Deerfield. He had done the, some of these movies, but... That maybe because that was the mid '80s, right? That one? that was I think it's mid '80s with that. Yeah, it was after his run of the. Yeah, the, but he's still like. But but this was just not a movie that Al Pacino like. This was paycheck time. Yeah, you know what I mean, this is like when uh, I think Michael Caine did jo- uh, Jaws 3D, Jaws Four, or Jaws Four, and yeah. he said, "Why would you make this?" He goes, "Because I just bought my house in the Caribbean." So yep. some of these times you're going to make movies just for the paycheck. You know, and you, no matter how good of or big of an actor you are, you're not going to save a, you can't save a film that's not, uh, that's unsavable. You know, no, like, you I mean. know that, you know, you can't get a hit, hit a home run every time up. So this was like a pop-up, a pop-out of that, some yeah, of those movies. And I, I mean? get that totally, but like still, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro were big enough where they were getting big money for whatever right. roles they were in. Right, And they were a known commodity. People yes, wanted them. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I, I do remember vaguely that movie where I, I and Al Pacino's acting his heart up. I would not think that I would have an Italian play in this early. <laughs> yeah, American. yeah, it, it was just it's such he an was iconic. Stretching it, he was stretching it. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, but uh, that's you know, paycheck is a paycheck. Now you were talking about you know we were talking about Keanu Reeves and now I you know I'm going to be honest. I never saw, I haven't seen one Matrix film. I haven't seen that that. So, but how many how many Matrixes were? There's three. Yeah, but there's three. I, they're, they're I truthfully have only right. seen the first one because that's the only one you really need to see. That's, but that's true. It's like what is it? It's Revolution, then Reloaded, then, or did yeah. I flip them? Um, Matrix, Matrix, Reloaded, Matrix, Reloaded Matrix, then Revolutions. Revolutions. Now they're doing the fourth one, which again will have uh, Lawrence Fishburne will be in. That was just recently announced, which. I don't know why you need to do another Matrix. I didn't really see how the last ones ended, but I'll probably see it for this Keanu Sans that we're having now in Hollywood. I don't understand. I like that at all. How they are going to do another one? Because the ending, like it's like a doesn't like it's a mess after the first one. Like it's a total mess. Yeah. But like by the end of it, at least there's an ending. I don't like, and it's like a solid, definitive ending. Ending. I don't know what 
they're gonna do. And well, I don't know why they're living are excited in a second about it. simulation or something like that. Like and you know, is Will yeah. Smith in it? Is that someone that I, I heard? I don't. I don't know if that's confirmed. Probably because, he's in most everything. Now. Because remember, the big thing was Will Smith was supposed Smith. to be uh, Neo. And he turned it down to do Wild Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I also could well, have worked with Selma move. Hayek in that movie, right? Was he he did Hayek? work with Selma Hayek and so. Kenneth Branagh. That, that probably <laughs> right, is what right. swayed his uh, you know, decision-making. Since not ever seeing The Matrix, was Keanu like a badass in that, though? Not like the John Wick, like, off-the-rails badass, but was he kind of like a tough guy in that, too? Or he was more like, I can just stop bullets with my putting my hand the, up? The movie... And Melissa, you can jump in. Michael, you can jump in. For me, the movie works perfectly. And the reason why Keanu Reeves, especially that era Keanu Reeves, worked perfectly. The late 90s Keanu Reeves. He'd done his action movies. He'd done comedy movies. And then Keanu Reeves again, like, he'll spring up at times. Keanu Reeves had kind of get, gone away and was quiet for a while. So he comes in and he's playing Neo. And the, the perfect thing about Neo in the first movie is... He's just like a hacker, boring office guy. Right. In the beginning, unassuming, completely just like normal guy. Right. Then he gets open to the Matrix and can do a lot of stuff. And then he's, you know, the right. one. He fits in every single... He's still the one, baby. He, yeah, he fits in every single box where he could play almost like, like the, whoa, this is, we, you know, like right. that sort of thing. And then... He can play the super bad. Was he in all three? All three, yeah. So he's got two the franchises, basically, right? Yeah. He's got the John oh, yeah. Wick and he's got the Matrix. So he's obviously I like to think that all of his movies are somehow connected to each other. Okay, that's how I every Matrix time I see a John Wick movie, I'm like, these are all to connected. Bill and okay. Ted. We can also say <laughs> Bill and Ted. There's three Bill and Ted. Isn't that what that's November right. Rain? That's it's right. a prequel to that's John Wick. Right. But he there's is, also be, yeah. We can go back. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, I forgot, was in The Matrix, and she's coming she back is, for four. Yeah. But Will Smith is not in four. Okay, all right. But that Jada Pinkett Smith is in four. Yeah, though, you know. Oh, all right. He'll, they'll <laughs> do a red table talk in the middle of the uh, Matrix. <laughs> yes. And Will That's Smith. Right, on the right, red right. Table he'll, he'll make an appearance in that. It'll way. be all over Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they? Talk about their marital issues. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. While their kids stop That's what this podcast robots. will turn into. Now, yep. you mentioned Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. Who was in The Matrix and also and in also John, Wick. John Wick. And that was the cool thing in John Wick that they brought Lawrence uh, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is another actor who's, when he's, he is. Everything I he's like in, he, he, I love he's, he, I, he's so oh, he's, he's a good actor, too. He really is. Every single I thing. I don't need to, like, probably. You know, throw that out there. You know, go out the limb. But he is—he's very good, Lawrence Fishburne. You know what this podcast he can play is a celebration. Badass, calm. Mm -hmm. He's—I think he's a really talented guy. Doesn't get a lot, but doesn't seem to get like you know a lot of films. Doesn't work a lot, but when he's in it, whenever he's in, he's good. He's quality. You know, that's the thing. Well, yeah. maybe he's doing the anti-De Niro route, where it's like, right, I'm holding I'll, out for something. I'll good. pick and choose. Did right. he? Did he play? No. Did he play Saul Guerrero in the live? No, movie? that's Forrest Whitaker. Oh my god, that's embarrassing then. But I don't know why I was thinking. But that's another. Well, because Forrest Whitaker is another great actor. Forrest Whitaker also. Forrest Whitaker's everything he's good. Everything he's in, he's good. Yeah, who won't yeah, be in like a ten movies. that one kids you know sketch where where he's got a where one of the guys has a disease where every person they see he thinks he's Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> yeah. So every time he meets a person, he's like, "Oh my god, I love it!" Oh, oh wait, I have this and disease that, where I, I have that Forrest Whitaker actually play Forrest Whitaker. No, that would be great. That would be the just whole every budget. person he talks yeah. to that day would have been to get Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. That, yeah. that is a disease that I seem to have. Oh, that, that's Forrest Whitaker. No, that's, no, it's, yeah, not. Mike, yeah. it's not. Well, you know, Lawrence Fishburne and Forrest Whitaker both came up uh, around the same time and both had their starts in Vietnam movies and kind of have touched in, in, in similar areas. But no, I, I loved seeing the uh, reuniting of uh, Keanu Reeves and uh, Lawrence Fishburne in John Wick. I mean, who didn't? That's I kind of love the moment. switch where, you know, um, Forrest Whitaker played such a 
<laughs> Michael, what have you done to me? Yes. <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne played the... Um... Wait, I'm sorry. Are you Forrest Whitaker? Well, <laughs> well, wait, what? Forrest, well, what if Forrest Whitaker was playing Lawrence Fishburne yeah. in a movie? You know, that's the way, that could be the way it went. It could be. Um... <laughs> Totally knocking you off of your train of thought there. Uh, uh, anyway, the yeah, I, I loved Morpheus in the Matrix. That was the Lawrence Fishburne character. And I love that he's kind of playing the more kind of nutty character in John Wick. So he's get, he gets to have the fun with that, too. Uh, I just, I love the John Wick movies. And they're opening up like, like they wanted to do movies within that universe that isn't just... Well, they have that... The Continental, like, it's going to be an HBO show that's, like, a prequel to, like, it's just about the Assassin's Hotel and stuff. Which, which I think would be pretty damn cool. Which, that, that oh, would that definitely That hotel be, is really cool. And yeah. Since we're hotel. on the John Wick, I mean, Lance Reddick, who's been in it, he's, he's absolutely amazing. I think he's the only one who's going to be in the Continental, because he's, like, the, you know... The and he's the only one I keep... I mean, him and I'd love to see uh, Ian McShane. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Ian McShane might be in the first episode they're saying. But okay. that would be... I would love to see, because Lance Reddick, anything he's in, he's great. Lance Reddick was... Lance Reddick is the concierge. Yeah. Yes. He's also in a TV show called Bosch. He plays, like, the um, the chief of detectives. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable on he's that, in, too. He's really He's another, like, we talked about Samuel Jackson. Lance Reddick is somebody who has over, like, a hundred acting credits, but he does a lot of voice acting and video game acting. He's, like, a main character in, like, three video games that I've played recently. It's to, crazy. To quote Steven, Lance Reddick is a hugely underrated actor. Yes. He is, he, he was, uh, the first thing I saw him in was The Wire. And he plays like the, 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 basically like he's a captain in one of the departments in The Wire. And he's probably my favorite character in The Wire. Um, but he is awesome in everything. And he, and this is why the internet sucks, but he was just, um, he's going to be the lead character in the new Resident Evil show. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. going to play Albert Wesker. And because people kind of suck, they're they're freaking out because, I mean, well, we'll just Lance Reddick is a, is a black man. Right. And Albert Wesker in the video games is a white guy and people are... Oh my are, god, no way, that's Yeah, crazy. people are idiots and going, going nuts about that, but I think that the Resident Evil... Just do Evil, a good actor playing the part. Yeah. That's what it is. You know, exactly. It doesn't which, matter. You know, if you're good, you're good. And, and if you me, watched... No, it's... And if you watched the horrible Resident Evil movies... Yeah. Right. Oh, Nobody's complaining yeah. about this. Pat Espy's really going to hate this episode. You're, you're saying you love Fast 3 and you hate the Resident Evil movies. but <laughs> I don't hate all of them. The second one is fun. The second, the second one's good. But they're on like nine now. It's so they'd be like, yeah, the fun. second it's one is good. I've the, seen them all. But the other eight Once you get are, to like Freddy and Jason status of movies, you know you're you're just a bit ridiculous. Well, the one thing about like the, the Resident Evil video games are super weird. But there's an interesting story there. And the main character, well, the main baddie is this guy, Albert Wesker. And I think if anyone could make Albert Wesker, like, menacing and, like, also, like, not ridiculous. Kind of charismatic. Though, yeah, so, yeah. It would be Lance Reddick. So I'm super excited for that. I think and that could be really cool. Me, just as a casual fan who don't, I don't like Resident Evil. I don't, not even like the movies. Not, I just don't like the games. I don't think they have an interesting story or whatever, but they have this huge following. I'm yeah. probably going to watch the show just because of him, because he's such a great actor. So I can, I'll buy into probably what he's doing as the, as the villain who's trying to probably not be the villain, like right away. Or he'll just, or eat it up. Yeah, that would be good too to see him just go full evil in this. Cause he, I think he was on this show that was on uh, Comedy Central for a brief period of time. It was like called like Corporation, or it was like an office show, but like really, it wasn't like The Office. There was no happiness. The show was just how awful and soul crushing those jobs were. And he played an evil boss, and it was he was having so much fun with it, and it was hilarious. So. Lance Riddick is just the man, and I would, yeah, I think that the Continental Show will be awesome. I'm excited to see him in, uh... That's uh, going to be on what, HBO? Is it going to yeah. be H HBO Max HBO? is the Continental. The Resident Evil Show is going to be on Netflix. So, so him getting paychecks from both major so two, good yeah. for him. And Bosch will never be canceled because that is the ultimate dad show, Bosch. I like <laughs> Bosch, but I, it, this is the last season coming up. Oh, it is, okay. Yeah, they're gonna do, I guess, you know, it was delayed Until because it gets of the removed. pandemic and everything yes. else. But he's very good in that. And there's a, the guy that plays his partner in that, uh, this actor, Jamie uh, Hector, was also in um, 
power, by the way. He played a it all comes deal back power. to power. So it all comes back. Pretty sure everything we are of the dead comes back to power. It can all we, goes back to power. Can we power. change this podcast name to All Roads Lead to Power? All, all Roads right, Lead really. to Power. Because well, all it's these nowhere people longer are in, past its you know, they, they, they tend to gravitate towards. That's that's yeah. the that's the episode title. And, you know, the real recognizes the real. We also have to understand, too, that Han. Is in power. He's in power. <laughs> he, power is the connective tissue. Power, keeping this in line keeping with, it real. with other things that Dad loves, the thing that I think is great about Han is not only is he in power, and he's in Fast and Furious, he's right. also in this amazingly terrible Sylvester Stallone movie, <laughs> Bullet to the Head. Oh, yeah. Let's not even go how great Bullet to the Head is. But Dad recommends this movie to every person he sees Bullet you to the what? Head. You know what? I'll he tell must. you. Stallone does some, like, he's done some crazy movies, the Rambo things, whatever. But this is a good movie. He, he can act in this one, Stallone. He can act in this one. It, it, it's a very good movie. You have to find it. I, you know, the title wherever is, you can find it. it I, bullet I'm, to the head is because he also drinks bullet bourbon. That is another part of which it. Is he is fantastic a hit man. Product but just to bring up Stallone for a minute, I watched Get Carter recently. He was in that. Oh yeah, Get Carter's good. Get Carter's good. He was in, of course, Bullet to the Head. Of course, mm-hmm. you, of course. you have to have. He's but he's got some really good movies. Stallone. He's uh, Copland. Co- Copland is a great Copland? movie. I love Copland. Copland also has. Robert De Niro in it, just to throw that in there too. And wow. it's Robert I'm telling you, Niro. Robert Patrick <laughs> and Robert Pat. It's one of Stallone's it's best movies, Robinson. I think. Copley. Yes, Rocky, Rocky was obviously the first that that started him on his, yeah. his run of great things, and he's definitely yeah, made think a ton of uh, cash here. Copland too. is like his. But Copland, I think, yeah. is a really, really good movie that he did. But Bullet to the Head, he liked Bullet Bourbon. That's what it's about. Uh, his daughter is uh, Sarah Shahai, who's been in a lot mm. of good actress, but and of course Han. You, you gotta, and of course you Han. And coming back to Han really quickly, he's going to be in the Obi Wan Kenobi show that's going to be on Disney Plus. The Obi. So the only exciting thing about because we had a whole Star Wars podcast about this, but the only exciting thing that's coming to Star Wars, and least that I'm excited for, is this new Obi Wan Kenobi show. That and the Cassian Andor show. Yeah, that's that's true. Too. Yeah, I, 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 I mistakenly thought he was also in, but I would love if his character would just <laughs> do, pull a Han and just appear in everything. Theoretically, he could be in both shows because they'd be near. They'd be basically the same within time. like five years of each other. So that, and the way Star Wars is, it's a giant galaxy of a billion planets, but everybody knows each other. Everyone so knows that's each gonna other. Be, <laughs> and that's, ages don't really it's matter. Real convenient. Because no. yeah, people it's, age at such. Look at Bo Katan. Listen, if yeah. you sit yeah. back and think about it too much, your brain's going to hurt. Yeah. Just enjoy the ride, baby. They, well, they finished uh, filming on. Boba Fett just for yeah. Zach and Melissa Siege, so that's going to be out, you know, very I'm soon. At least, well, that. I think by I think by November, I think that's out. I think yeah. so. That I mean, that's another thing that we're great. Han might be in that Disney too, Plus which is no. a total lie. But you know, I would love to hope that Han would just appear. But as his character from Fast and Furious, just yeah, Han. As, as a, I just Han. And another thing, I'm I'm sorry, I'll I'll say it again. Han's character name in the Fast and the Furious is Han. <laughs> so dash low Han Solo yes it's, it's, it's so it's traditional characters he's just keeping that but it's Han Solo Han Solo so that's how cool Han is that's he, he, it is he well, is a very good integral part of the whole fast he well, is the most important anymore it's just fast now or the FF series. The FF, yeah, the FF right. The FF, the FF nine. But they do. I mean, they did. They went like Fast Five, Fast Six, Fast right. Eight. Yeah. It's like they did drop the Fury. They should have done like the Furious Seven or something like that. that. Like, you know, like something. You know. But I want to say, just getting back to Keanu Reeves and like, there's always been like the shoot 'em up like type of badass, like somebody go like every Hitman, generation kind Hitman of goes, yeah. but it has had now where there are men I, I there was a movie with blake lively who played a hit woman in it i think Charlize the oh the, the rhythm section yeah so it opens up like what he's what this genre has done it's saying wait a minute you know you can have like it's action there's not a lot of like when you know we had his wife had passed away we have the they go after his 
dog. I'm not giving it away too much there. You know, if you haven't seen him, you're you're missing out. The cool thing about uh, the John Wick series, what they did was, uh, it was a stunt guy who directed them. Right. Uh, And he figured out a way, because what was happening was, when you look at, like, the board movies, they're really good. But right. but a lot of people started ripping that off, and a lot of the action is really close up mm-hmm. and fast cut, so you lose track of the action. Right. Where right. what they did in the John Wick movies was they put that camera back, they pulled it back, and they showcased the work that the actors were doing. And it wasn't... I mean, there's some CG in it, some, right. some computer graphics, but for the most part, it's two actors really beating the hell out of each other, and what they're, what they're continuing to do is they're casting great actors that are also really good fighters or that yes. that, that, that are, are good in stage fighting. You know what it is? It's, it's like when you watch a, a sports movie. Yeah. And you could tell if that man or woman is really athletic in it. Like Kevin Costner could play a sports movie. Mm-hmm. He's, a, you know, Robert Redford could play a sports movie because he, you know, they look like they've been athletes. It's not to rip them. But, no. You know no, what no. I mean? But that's hard to get come across if you can't, play the sport a little bit or not athletic in some ways it kind of like you're like hey that's the way they throw the it's, ball or that's it's the, yeah it's, you know it's, you need that little bit of and it's hard to teach if you're not athletic when or whatever. Keanu Reeves did a lot of work to get like the, right he did all the stunts and he learned all the gun movements so he can reload and change the gun on time like right. he went there through, are like, videos of him training and they're yeah, awesome and, to watch. and he did a lot of stunt driving for he did all like the fast because there's a lot one thing besides his dog that john wick loves is his car yeah. and yeah, so he exactly. does all that driving and stuff in real time and i think that comes from the stunt coordinator really realizing uh, becoming a director, right, uh, and really realizing like this is what people want to see, and the brain knows when it's fake. Like now, you can have anything you could ever imagine in a movie, and we couldn't be more bored by it, right? But when in J- what John Wick did, and I think where action movies are now is, you almost want that believability, and and they really showcase it so well in in the John Wick movies. Well, it, it helps because if. If you got that scene that's kicking butt, that all of a sudden it looks like, oh wait a minute, that didn't look. That, yeah. It, it kind of because you're into it, you're into it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh wait a minute, that's not. That. Yeah. Then it, it takes you out from that to like, okay, now I'm back in the reality, and that didn't really, really happen. Like another movie that came out with that because you see the John Wick open the door, and I think the same director did it was Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Which the movie for the plot. Wasn't that was Charlize Theron? Yeah, yes, yes, it yes, was yes. all over the place. But you can't knock that it had the same action, the same choreography there, as John Wick. Right, there right. is a fantastic fight scene in uh, like an apartment complex where they're going down in Atomic Blonde. This in is Atomic Blonde, they're going down a staircase. That's worth the entire movie because the rest of the movie, unfortunately, Atomic Blonde, I think is pretty terrible, uh, just because right. the story makes no sense at all. Yeah, like it's never. Yeah, and they could have had so much fun because it's like the end of the Cold War, East Germany, right? Right. And they really kind of. And is it a good cast too? It's a great cast: James McAvoy and and um, Charlie Darren. And who else was like the John Goodman? Yeah, he was. I was gonna say he was like one of the guys in the main, like who was like employing her, but it was like a double, like whatever. Uh, But I am really happy to see that there is that um, that style of action is coming back and is better, and I think. Two, the Oscars should, I'm not saying this jokingly, there's there's a technical award for everything, but there isn't right. a technical award for stunt coordination in movies, which right. that's the one, like, people die doing stunts. Right, right, right. Like the, we, and we brought up Resident Evil, and the most, in the ninth one, there was a woman who, like, a stunt went wrong, and she lost her arm. And, yeah. like, there's a whole bit. It's like the stunt people really put their whole lives at stake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, somebody died right. on Walking Dead. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like it's... Walking cr- Dead? Yeah, yeah. It was like a, some. they were on some train track and they had to do something and the Your poor kid. stunt actors well, died. Horrible. So people... But that's... It's, they that's put their bodies be, out there. Yeah, they sure do. You know? That sure should do. be, like, you know... That it's should, sound and all that is an Oscar. 
Yeah. And I'm not Stunt even, I'm not knocking it, but like no. the costume design of makeup, like all of that, if everything, visual effects, sound editing, if you can get a sound editing Oscar, you should get like a, you know, one for stunt coordination. I feel like they're all important. Yeah. You, you, they're like, all you know. equally, all of them equally make a movie good or bad. Because right. you can tell if one part of the, one aspect of a movie is bad, you, you notice it right away and it takes you completely out of it. And oh, that's absolutely. just how out of touch the Oscars are, though, with everything, because they have their highbrow. Well, yeah, yeah, but the Oscars are the yeah, Oscars, yeah, yeah. you know. But so. we've already, yeah, we've had a we, talk I about know. how. We've, had, not we, to, we've ripped the Oscars. Not shutting us down, but we've had a talk where we don't really watch or don't watch right. a movie based on an Oscar. Now, before we started the, the podcast, and you know how much we love Tom Hanks, there was a funny thing that you guys were showing me that... Tom uh, Hanks' son, what's... what's or Chet, Chet his Hanks. His one mistake. Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. Did it, is this his first... There's any... Uh, no, he... Rap he, video? He's or done he multiple. Done more than... than well, well, let's I, not... I, I'm pretty sure he's done multiple. <laughs> but let's not call them videos, because they're about the quality that Michael, Melissa, and me could make. Because it's basically filmed on an iPhone. Yeah, I know. I made it for him, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the video for, for the, I don't know what you're talking about. N- nobody's right? doing that more work. That was my work. cinematic masterpiece right there. Nobody's doing more work on Father's Day than Tom Hanks pretending that he cares about Chet Hanks' <laughs> career and possibly existence. Now, is he an actor? No. Is- well, just a wasn't total... Chet Hanks in? So, I mean, he's he's, he's been in, in nothing. Chet Hanks? No, I his will. His dad couldn't have got him like a, a little Let's, role. This and, is and... something that I never thought for Tom something Tom Hanks related. I'd have to go to the internet, but that for that Chet is Hanks, odd. That is unusual because while I looked while Michael and I looked this up, I do have to say that um, the one thing that Chet Hanks, uh, I mean that Tom Hanks uh, did do, um, oh my God. He what? Chet Hanks. Well, Isn't Tom it? Hanks has put him in some stuff because yeah. he's his dad. Right. But he was in Your Honor, and I Your Honor was actually quite good. It was a Showtime series with Brian Cranston. Oh yes, and yes, yes. Chet Hanks played the total uh, fuck up guy. Chet Hanks played himself in in Your Honor, where he's a was low he level, son? Low no low no. level drug dealer that like jumps out a window, breaks his leg, and then like goes oh, and testifies. Okay. Yeah, against. I didn't see that. That's coming back too. I don't think that's finished yet. That that series of Your Honor is it? I'm not. I'm not sure. I you know I I, I didn't. I started watching it and. And I love Brian Cranston too. I don't want to leave. Him I just out. want to say that he has nine acting credits, wow. and I think it's just funny to say because yes, Your Honor is one of them, but then he also has the Fantastic Four movie that came out in 2015 that was horrible. Uh, he was in Bratz the movie. Wow. He was in Project X, which is a terrible. T- I, mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of these are terrible movies. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yep. Now that is remember Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. Super tight, so yeah, hey, Steve, like, can you put my son in as, a, yeah, as, as a, a background? Yep. Somebody who, well, yeah, what I like, think is, I, he has a few more, but what I think is really great is the movie, Zach, that you really wanted to see Greyhound. And yep. Chet Hanks is in that with well, Tom Hanks. Well, who who wrote and directed that movie? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. So he's putting his son in that. And also, Tom Hanks also wrote and directed Larry Crown, which is another. Uh, let's just say Tom Hanks is a great dad. Tom Hanks yes. is a great dad who yes. probably should have at one time said no to his son. Larry Crown was... Which movie was, was that? Was that Julia Roberts? Is that the one where he goes back to school? He Yeah, he, he was oh, like... Yeah, uh, that was, it's the yeah. post-2008, he gets laid off from his job, goes yeah, back to and, school. And let me tell you something. Yeah, Julia Roberts and Tom Hanks, and there's absolutely no heat between either one of those two in that movie. I saw that movie. That was, a, that was not a... There's a lot you can say about Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks does not exude... No, I'm just saying, you, you have know? Julia Roberts, you're like, it wasn't even a cute, like, I no. just couldn't see the whole thing with that. But, you know, I'm sure Tom, you know, hey, he doesn't yeah, need me to hurt him or whatever, uh, or put his career down because he's on the top, he's one of the pantheons of uh, great actors of our time. So now, we, we, we talked touched on this, now I heard there's a rumor that you guys are all going to see Patton Oswalt, is that, that true, that you guys are going to a concert to see him? Uh, in, in what, October, yeah, September, in October, Brooklyn, something. Because you guys all love Pat Oswalt, correct? Am I, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. true on that. So, Steve, Stephen came through. At the Barclays, is that where he's going to be? So Is it going to be at the big... Uh, it's the, in Brooklyn, the, so I have to assume. 
Because he could fill 10,000, 12,000, I don't think. Yeah. Because you saw yeah. him at... I saw him at Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall. Because we we took you guys there to see A Christmas Carol. Yes. Yep. But that was called the... I can't remember what that was called. That's so bad that I can't remember that. That the arena off the garden was called. But so we're going to see him. But you're going to see Pat and Oswald. Yeah. And I kind of sound like Pat... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah, that was Pat terrible Oswald. Boston. But Melissa's going to go see her... Boys, Green Day. I am. Yes. What? Our- actually, it's it worked out. It was very sad because of the pandemic. I was actually supposed to see them um, a year before. Right. We had tickets for you know this Hella Mega tour that they're doing, and I was like, oh well, you know, it's canceled. I you know can't see my boys. Right. And they've rescheduled for it's perfect too. I'm I'm pretty sure Green Day did this on purpose. You for know, you, because we're very you, good uh, friends. They rescheduled they for just a little. Pre- let me birthday. just before I don't mean to interrupt you. Let me just. Pre- Emphasis by so saying fun. you were on stage with Green Day. I was on stage for with your yes. birthday. For my birthday, what, what my eighteenth birthday. birthday. Yes. And you, what was the song that they? Longview is the song that I got to sing on stage. So everybody was in favorite. Camden, New Jersey that night. And you can find this on YouTube. Melissa sings with Green Day. We'll put the link I in the show notes. I really we'll wouldn't the... uh, suggest anybody watch it or anything. Hey, you I'm know sure what? I don't look or sound. I know people are like, ooh, this girl's drunk. I'm like, oh, no, I was just, I got on stage with Green Day, which was my dream. Right. I can't believe that I didn't pass out. Right, But I'm very upset I have one more goal because I got on stage and I, you know, I got to hug Billy because he was the lead singer, obviously. But I love Trey Cool. He is one of my favorite people on this earth. I love him. He's the drummer. But I didn't feel like I could go around because just Billy hugged me and I didn't want to be weird. Right. But I, I need to get that hug. She didn't want to be weird. This would be a first then. You didn't right. I, you know, I didn't want to be weird. Didn't want to, you know, I you was hoping there'd be an organic welcome, moment. Yeah. Right, 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 right. On this Father's Day, there's one thing that you taught all of us is act like you've been there. Melissa, act like you've been there. Act, act, act like she been act like I'd been there. I gave him a look. He knew. But, you know, I got his drumstick. I got his drumstick. That's That's what matters. Yeah, I fought for that drumstick too I got it he handed it right to me I was mm. I pity so. the person who fought you for that for drumstick that, that's they're probably still hospitalized kn- I, the whole night I had signs you know and at the end of the night like sometimes they'll throw generic ones out but I got the one he played with that oh, night oh man you still and have was, there you go oh god yeah I want to get that that's the only thing in my life that I'd like to get a glass case we'll or, have you know, to get Get something that nice because I'm like if that'll that's be put not, right in the podcast room but no yeah. I'm just kidding and it's my past possession you'll never get to look at it again I'll never right. get to see it you, you never put it in a podcast room again. no you can't see it Yeah. but I cut yes. you off now this is on your birthday they're it's playing it's the day after I'm born August 3rd and uh, the oh, concert is August 4th mm-hmm. so, oh okay yeah so where's the concert it's uh, I think it's it's a Madison Square Garden. I'm not sure because a friend now, of mine have, bought the tickets. Oh, you have tickets so. already though. Yes, I mean, the so tickets they, have been bought because they were the year before. And they're good for that. I just yeah, because yeah, I, I thought I thought they were going to cancel hey, it. You were uh, this was good for two years ago. Sorry well, about that. The one good thing is that a lot of bands that have canceled never that they've like just honored the previous tickets. Right. Yeah. That's always. So I saw the Foo Fighters are are they're actually, they're playing tonight. They're playing tonight, right? Yeah. At at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So I mean, concerts are coming back. That's yeah. that's great. I was, I saw Springsteen's going to revive his, his Broadway, his Broadway thing again. You know what I mean? We're going to hear him. And tell he's a got story. a song out with uh, one of my favorite bands. Well, probably my favorite band of all time, The Killers. Really? He, called Dustland. Him and The Killers did a song together. Dustland. Yeah. Not like that commercial he had in the Nebraska middle of the country. <laughs> with driving. He doesn't want to remember that commercial. Yeah, really. That brought up a that, lot. That was of a bad week for him. Was, yeah. Which was basically a lot to do about nothing with that whole thing. Yeah, happened. but you know, As I mean, most things are nowadays. Right, a lot to do. About things nothing. just get blown out. You thought that this guy was driving like crazily, had a couple of too many, and it's just like, just no. let it go, man. It's, yeah, He's oh, the king on. of New Jersey. How dare you? Exactly. You pull. Over. You can't pull over Bruce Springsteen. He is the boss. Do this. He's the boss for a reason. He's the <laughs> boss for a reason. So now. She's yeah, Melissa. You're hit. Is there any big other big concerts though that are coming up, or are they doing those mega ones where they have like? Because this is just 
not just Green Day at this this concert. Oh right? yeah, this concert it's it's Green Day, Weezer, and and the little love child of Green Day, Weezer, Fallout Boy. <laughs> oh wow, that is the perfect description of Fallout Boy. Right. So the, I never would have thought that, but the love child of Green Day. And Weezer, just that's, yeah, I was like, we got nah. Green Day, and Weezer, two you know beautiful <laughs> two bands that have uh, been around forever, and then you've got. Their love child, Fallout Boy. I do love Weezer. Yeah, I was gonna say it is great because like, oh wow, Green Day and Weezer, and then oh, and then I can like go get thirteen-year-old girls everywhere. Well, you know it's gonna be Fallout Boy first, probably. They'll warm up the crowd. Or they might have to go in between so people stay to listen to them. Right, there might have to be Weezer, and then you got hey guys, you hold my seat. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. And you know what? I really like Fall Out Boy, but I just hate Pete Wentz. I I, I feel the same. I, I love Fall Out Boy as well, and I'm just, I can't get over it. I remember at, like, their height, there would be, like, on the magazines, like, instead of, you know, the lead singers, like, usually the front or his, he's out and, like, he's the lead singer. He's the front man. Mm-hmm. And for Fall Out Boy, instead of that, for some reason, which nobody cares about the bassist in any other band... They make Pete Wentz like the head of like the organization, and he's everywhere, and annoyingly so. It's yeah. like just so annoying, and I'm like, you better not be talking about the band about the stars of Sex Drive. You know, Fallout <laughs> Boy, Fall Boy made a great appearance in that movie. They did. So. That's very Sex true. Drive is like, a fantastic that's a great movie. That is that is one of the underrated best as hell, but it's a fucking great movie. I yeah, love that it. Is. <laughs> that great. absolutely is. We can if, bleep that. Right? What's the movie? Sex, Sex Drive. <laughs> if if. If this podcast exists for anything, if we can get just one person to watch Sex Drive that didn't, if we that can get movie it to is get absolutely. The Oscar. Who was it? I, I'm sorry. Who was it? Clark Sex Duke was in that movie. Clark Duke. Yeah. And then uh, I mean, Seth Green was great because he played like the uh, the Amish. The Amish person made. who's like. But then Amish. also the um, I can't remember her name, but she was in Silicon Valley. I, is it Amanda right? Camp? It's a man. It's Amanda something. I don't know if it's Camp. I I, I think yeah. But she, so she was in you know she was in Silicon Valley, an HBO show that we would always watch, and then she was in Sex Drive. But it was just uh, it, James Marsden. Yes, he plays his. James he plays. Marsden. I James love Marsden. him. He's one of my favorite actors. And he is. And he he Amanda Crew. Amanda Crew. He plays, but James Marsden has a very small role in the movie, but is easily one of Perfect. the best. He steals yes. the entire he's movie. Still, yeah. Yes. He makes that. He's great. He like constantly is riding motorbikes and always crashing them, and mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Yeah. He pulls this thing, or whoever the actor is who pulls the stunt, I guess it's like where, where he slides a motorcycle under a garage as it's closing and walks off of it. It looks like it. It's hilarious. See Sex Drive, please. Yeah. It's a 2008 underrated it's movie. It's really underrated. It's really, really it's funny. Such a funny it's still, movie. Still, even one of the best lines in the movie is when they're getting into jail and Clark Duke is like, all right, man, I'll check out your MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace. Exactly, going back to MySpace. But that was just... Oh, God. So, yeah, this is the Sex Drive podcast. This is the Sex Drive podcast, yeah. yeah. So we've got concerts that we've talked about. We've got um, movies. There's Is there one... I, I know we've mentioned, you know, we've been going on with movies, but is there well something big? Or I know we've talked about... A lot of actors that we there's some like, there's but... something I've been rolling over my head a lot, and it's the what movie do I see to go back to the theater? Oh, for? okay, okay. And that's because I have two goals this summer. I right. want to see a movie. I want to see movies again in the theater, right? And I want to stay at the TWA Hotel in in uh, New York. Those are two things. That the... the TWA Hotel. In New York, it's, it's the old TWA terminal they turned into a hotel, and it looks like it's the 1960s. Oh, really? So, it, like, I, I really want to stay there. So that's one thing I'm going to do. But it's what movie am I going to see? And Vin Diesel has come out and put this, like... Because he's Vin Diesel, and he's ridiculously sincere. And he's laid the law down, he must go... It's like he, he wants and expects you to see the Fast movie in theaters. Oh, you have to, because but, you don't want to miss... Yeah, and as much as I love Han, I don't know if I'm if you're this, gonna run if to the see series first. if this series warrants seeing that in theaters. But I don't know. I I because there's that there's Black Widow, right? Yeah. What else is? Do you guys have any ideas of what you'd see if you're gonna go into the theaters? That's Black Widow with Scarlett Johansson. Yep. Yes. And Rachel Weisz and I might, Florence Pugh. That's an, that's like the only movie I might see in theaters is Black Widow. But yeah. I don't know. I mean. I, I remember when the world was fine, you know, and safe. I remember seeing like Fast Eight 
or, or Fast 7. I think it was Fast 7 in theaters. And I'm like, but do I really want to go to the theater to see the fa- Especially, like you said, it's like, oh, I love Han, but these are like Vin Diesel likes to make it. These are his movies and all that. And I'm like, I, I don't really... I'm not going to get guilt trip by Vin Diesel to go see Han. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. That's my... I don't really... Yeah. I don't care about your, you know, third mansion that much. Vin this Diesel. is more just like his, I'm singing for Paul Walker all the time, Vin Diesel. Oh, like he, he loves like... to bring up the Paul Walker thing. But I think Vin Diesel probably has a percentage of the movie, so the more people that go see it, he's yeah. going to get the oh back end, God. as they yeah. say, the yeah. back yeah. end he's, of this. Uh... Yeah. So he's like, yeah, 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 go see the movie, because... That's another million in my pocket when you you know you go see this. Uh, this yeah, movie. yeah. I'm I'm just making it more because I know like that was whole that was John Krasinski's whole thing with his new A Quiet Place. Like he wanted it released in theaters, right? Uh, and now it's like you know from we used to go to the movies a lot, and then we stopped for obvious right. and safe reasons. The one thing I wish they did this summer that they did last summer was they actually re-released a lot of movies last summer. At a very irresponsible time, movie theaters, they re-released Empire Strikes Back. You could see that in theaters. I would have loved to have seen that in theaters, but I wasn't going during the height of a pandemic to see that. And the reason I brought up the movies, because earlier, before we started the show, you mentioned that it's Jaws 40, what anniversary? 46th birthday today, Jaws. So it came out in 75. Summer movie. 75, yeah. 75 it came out. Yeah, and today's the first day of summer, right? So it ushers in summer. And I saw that movie movie with when I was uh, going to high school with your mom, she invited me to the movie with a friend of hers. The three of us went, and your uh, and grandpa drove us to the uh, to, to the movie Jaws. theater. We saw Jaws together. Unbelievable movie. Jaws is still a good movie. You know what I mean? You, it's one you of the greatest of it. movies of all time. It really well, it's is. One of the, if you watch any horror movies a, even today, they take a lot of cues from it's Jaws. It's a great summer movie. First of all, it's a great summer movie. Absolutely. Robert Shaw... Is unbelievable in that film too, and he's so good as Quint in that movie. It's, but that that was a fr- I saw that I was asked out on a date by your mom. She Which alone the, is super yeah, special. Always very special. I have a special place in our hearts for Jaws. You could say great. that none of this would have happened without Jaws. With a, I guess I owe Steven Spielberg, the creator. Yeah. Has, I guess we're like little six degrees there. Me, Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks. All you know what I mean? And there it is. There it is right there. Because they're such good friends. Down. We could, I mean, I, I think that... Roy could, Scheider, don't want to leave him out either. No, Roy Scheider for me... And Richard Dreyfus. Yes, Richard Dreyfus. I mean, listen, ev- I love every single thing about Jaws. That I don't movie think, is a great movie. I don't think there's a movie that really comes anywhere near to as good as that at what that is. And the, the great thing about that is... You know, for you, you would never be near a beach nor water, so you would never have to worry about jaws or anything. Because I think two of the things you hate the most are sand. Yo, yep, yeah, and water. But that's <laughs> why I love that movie too, because the main character in that movie, Chief Brody, hates the beach, beach hates, hates sand, sand, hates water. He's kind of dragged there, right? And right. We used to watch Jaws. I mean, we would watch Jaws a lot, but we'd watch right. it. I really remember watching it in New Jersey. Yes, we'd be and watching when we'd go take our trips to Jersey. We'd go to the shore, and I don't want to seem like I was miserable because I have a lot of a lot of memories. fond Star and fun. Starsky and Hutch. Uh, yeah, watching that on we TV, had yeah. so much fun in right. New Jersey, but I never liked going to the beach. I don't think you went near the. Uh, I went to the water a couple of times because like, I kind of had to, and I got my ass kicked by the surf. I got stung by jellyfish. You did a bunch of times. You did too that because it's yeah. me, right? Um, I think you were the only one. Probably it probably sensed fear. Yeah, said let's go to this kid, <laughs> and it just hung off. Let's me go to the kid. Her. That's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But but we'd watch Jaws. Right. One time because we're nuts, we bought like a TV. Because there wasn't a DVD player, right, so we, we had to, to, we yes, had to yes. watch Jaws there. Um, but Chief Brody right. hates all that stuff. I hate the beach. I hate the summer. You know, got only, dark hair, glasses. You I love the, resemblance the, the here. beach. I remember we went fishing with Zach one time, <laughs> and Zach was it was a windy day. And he was casting, but the fishing line w- wrapped around Zach's neck so tightly. That it was drawing blood that we could not even get, like, we couldn't even cut it for, like, remember that? that was I like, will never forget that. That was terrifying. He's, like, running to us with a fishing pole, and we're like, what the hell is he doing? I thought he caught something. It was wrapped around so tightly that we, we were actually panicking because we were trying to 
cut the fit. We thank God we finally did get the. Unless he burnt it off. We had, we had to, to at one point, yeah. Put his light up to me. That's what we had to do. Yeah. Risk burning your skin to get this off because you were like, I, I, I could not speak. <laughs> you know? I've got stung by a jellyfish. I've had a fishing line wrapped around my neck so tight that it damn near slit my throat. almost slit your throat, yes. I, uh, I, my first time out in a boat casting my, my little fishing rod, I was so right, excited. I right. let go of it and it sank Suck. right yes, to the bottom. Yes. So water and sand... And Zach, do not mix. We've, we've, we've come to that. But, and that's why Jaws is the greatest movie ever, because... It you gets have, you to watch a movie get, with sand. It's a fond memory, and I, I just, I love... Chief Brody is probably one of my favorite characters of, of all time, because <laughs> Chief Brody is brought along into it. He has to deal right. with it. And he, he wants the beach closed, something that you, you, <laughs> which you I would go for right away. Yes. And not even for a shark, I would just close it. Now, you've seen it. Yeah. You agree, Jaws, like, one of the best, best summer. You can't watch that, like, I can't watch that in the winter if they ever show it. Like, it's one of those movies, you got to have it on summer. It's like when the edge is on. It's got to be on in the winter. So I know Steven's not here, but I just want to touch on the NBA just for a second. All right. Now, Chris Paul, your buddy, tested, uh, is, is in protocol, even though he's been vaccinated. So the first game is, at the time that we're doing this, is Sunday. Uh, the first game, he cannot play. This is why Chris Paul is the most unlucky person in the world. Of the 7% of people who are vaccinated who can get infected, he's thankfully he's got no symptoms. But right. He's, or he's he got, just in protocol because they have to test him at yeah. certain times or whatever. So <sighs> he is out for the game one against the Clippers. Now, Michael, I know... Kevin Durant, 53 minutes last night, ton of points, hit a shot to send the game into overtime, but missed the the one that could have won the game for them. Uh, I know you don't like him. Not that you do. I, I shouldn't say you dislike him. You just yeah. that, that's 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 well, too it's harsh not, it's to not say. Unfair to say I would root against him, and I was You're, happy. It's okay to root against. I was him, but happy you to see the uh, those super team Nats get eliminated right. in the second so round. So now the Milwaukee Bucks will be facing the winner of the Hawks, who Stephen. Have to say, said the Hawks have a great chance, and now they're one game away from getting to he the. He did say Hawks Cubs and Suns, and their two teams still in it. He, so. I'll, I got to give him that, so I'm going to give him his props on his NBA. But when he gets back from his uh, his excursion, we'll get more uh, get He'll more get him of the reporting NBA. Live from He'll be reporting live. We're going to have him. We're going to send him out to uh, maybe Philly if they make it, or Milwaukee, whatever. We'll uh, or or Atlanta. So we'll we just use him. Melissa's salary to send him. Right. Yeah. That's another reason why. When it gets bumped up, you know, yeah. and I'll do more of these well, shows. Well, we'll, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're working on that. We just we, need that, uh, you know, we need that, that sponsor. We need that one sponsor to get us. Squarespace, Audible, we're looking Squarespace, at you. DraftKings, DraftKings, uh, you know, uh, you know, whatever anyone wants to uh, join us, uh, we'll be more than happy to take Mac that. Weldon. <laughs> Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon. You know what? I always mention Brendan White, pitcher for the Tigers, and I, I could not find any stats on him. But just want to shout out to Brendan White. Always have to do that. And uh, this is Father's Day. You guys making Father's Day every day for me. You're the best that you want to do this with me and and, and enjoy doing these podcasts, which I love to do. So I thank you guys for listening. We're going golfing soon, so we'll have to do one. We are. Oh, yes. That That should be remote. We yeah, should film I'm telling you a right remote now, podcast we're going to do a golfing. We are going to go. We, we played backyard Play golf holes. yesterday. Yes, we, we did, did play, play backyard some backyard golf, golf yesterday, yesterday, and we are going to go and take it to the links to prepare us in no way for actual. <laughs> golf. Yeah. You know what? It it's no all actual training. Muscle memory. <laughs> it's muscle memory of working that 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 true. clubs. You got to work the clubs. So thank you. Work the pole. Uh, <laughs> To Zach, Stephen, Melissa, Michael, you guys all the time for doing this podcast well, and making it great. Well, thank you, Dad. Happy Father's Day yeah, to you, you, Dad. Too. Well, I appreciate that. But like we, I said, every day you. is Father's Day with you guys, so I appreciate it. And uh, we'll do this again really soon. Thanks for listening.